Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Joining me live in studio the whole way from Belfast is Sam Wicked. Sam, thank you so much for coming down and take it away whenever you're ready. Wooden old bench sits by the stream out on its own. I'm no company, it's dressed up with leaves covered with dirt, with names wrote in love, then crossed out with her. I'm under the hill Where shadows fall down Can't get back up It's me they surround Cause I've been a fool Ravens and crows seal my tomb For you Angels and Love to wood starts the age, raindrops sink in, grain starts to swell is how this begins. Left out for years Sickness and bleed I'll say it again I'm no company Cause I've been a fool Ravens and crows Seal my tongue for Angels and demons love to mm-hmm. That was amazing. Thank you so much for coming down and joining me. That was amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you. So tell me, what, what's that song about? What's the idea behind it? Uh, it's got a weird, a weird story. It started off, I was sitting... 
in my bedroom under my skylight window and there was a massive bang and there was like a grease stain of a bird like on the window and I was like I was on you know, like Skype or something with my friends and I was like guys like something's just crashing into my window it was like a like a pigeon or a crow or a raven and stuff and uh, I said a raven or a crow and I was like that, that sounds like something so I quickly went out to the studio and uh, just based it on that based it on that ravens and crows uh, lyric and then just it just kind of fell hand in hand with like how I see forests and stuff and there's a forest that me and my granda went to and that's all that's in every single do you know it's my clip art of music so if I'm writing about a tree well I know what trees are in my brain and I know how to describe them and stuff so that was kind of like if you could walk through a forest but it was set up like um a nostalgic trip do you know all the different things that you've went through in your life you were walking through a forest and you you come across a bench do you know it, it sits in the forest just like it should be and but taking a, a closer look and you're seeing you know like all these names scratched into it with knives and all these and then like they're going back and they're like kind of like burning them off and stuff so it was just this kind of song about walking through your own timeline and your own kind of environment and seeing how your brain converts you know bad kind of memories or good memories and good experiences into like that kind of timeline feel of everything in one in one kind of area you know bad good and in between but it makes sense it's 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 kind of meeting the environment as well cool can you just pull your mic up a tiny yes bit? yeah deadly thanks um okay so I, kn- I know you're saying that you're sick of the, the plain old questions that you're gonna get asked so we, we might go a little bit quirky with them if you weren't good. if you weren't doing music what would you be doing there's a good few career lines for me. I love how that was actually a very good spiel. There's a few good career lines going for me. And one actually, i done an interview with a journalist the other day and he, he wrote about what we were saying. And it states in it, it was just like, maybe in another life I was a soldier and I was good at shooting and that's what would be my calling. And I didn't think how bad it sounded or it would look until I read it. And it just made me sound a bit psychopathic. But it was just in saying that, there could be other things you know I'm not a musician based on that's the only thing that I can do I'm a musician because it allows me to be able to get something out of my life that I'm always craving but if I wasn't able to do music I hope I would be able to find that in something else whether it's recreational or a career but um yeah I've always had a fascination with doing something that you kind of have to do fully so I've always had a fascination with being a bomb disposal do you know what that's so random yeah because you can't you can't go wrong do you know you go yeah. wrong well well yeah but it's just that kind of that that thought of i cannot 99 percent that i can't 50 percent that i need the 100 percent. and i love that kind of you're setting yourself up to you already need to do it do you know um so yeah if i wasn't a musician i think i would have a few years i think it would be a hobo for a while i think it would take me a wee while to readjust i think it would be a bit of a hobo and then i don't know I think I would slowly find something else that I get the same kind of release from as music and put all my eggs in that basket. Fair enough. <laughs> and if you could team up with any celebrity in the world to collab with on a song, who would it be? Oh, uh, Justin Vernon, lead singer of Bon Iver. Okay. So he, just as I love Bon Iver, I love them as a band, but he also works with Kanye West, The National, um, tons, of, tons of other people. He, he's got his own studio, you know, and I love... I love the sound, the watermark that he has. I love the way he sees music. I love the way he sees the whole creative process. 
um, and I love the people that he's worked with, and that says a lot. You know, if he can put up with them, then he could put up with me. You know, he's put up with Kanye. So, uh, yeah, Justin Vernon from Bon Iver. That would be definitely the one person I'd like to work with. Okay, and we had someone on the show before, and he was basically saying, I, I, I can't remember the word for it, but he sees music in colours. Yes, I, I don't. I can't remember the name, but it's yes, I've heard of it. But you know what I'm talking yes. about. So, do you have any kind of quirky writing processes that you go through? I can feel it. I can't. I I can't see it. Um, from a young age, I was always able to to feel. Um, my mum got me a leap. Do you remember Leap Pad or Leap Frog? It's like an oh, interactive yeah, yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a page on it. And it had like saxophones and brass instruments, and I was able to say, you know, this is how that sound moves, and this is how it's making my body physically feel. Um, and yeah, it's the same way I would, I, well, there's people and they would be able to say this sound is this color. I would be more physical kind of feelings, you know, certain strings that to me, it would be like beef, Do you know, the strands in beef whenever it's cooked beautifully and you tear it apart and the strands just come lovely and you can see it. It's super strandy. Uh, whenever I record strings and stuff, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of all them millions of strands that are just slowly pulling apart, um, so it's 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 hard to get my mind across to other people, but it's it's learning the middle ground between how my brain works and how other people can accept it. Um, but yeah, most of the time it would be through physical feelings instead of like visual kind of things. That's how when you're like, oh, I'm trying to get people to understand it. I was like, I don't think I could ever understand <laughs> strands of beef in relation exactly. to music. But I I, I guess how, how you get it, yeah. if, if that makes sense. So do you want to talk me through the writing process of your album that came out? Yeah, uh, it was from the start of the album. I wanted a family of songs, um, kind of like if you you can watch an episode of a TV show every week. But if you buy the box set, you know, that means something. All the characters are going to be there. And it's the same with the album. I wanted as many different of my kind of personalities and my different mindsets that I write to be kind of joined with each other instead of a single where you can kind of get one statement across. It's like a, a single is kind of like a tweet. You know, you put it out and that's it. You know, it's it's short and it's simple. But I wanted something where people could make connections and they could find little Easter eggs and they could find little secrets throughout that, you know, they're recycled you know the first song and the seventh song have things in common the second and the third have things in common you know everything is intertwined in a way where it's so different and that's what makes it like my kind of things you know I'm not the same person all the time you know I have tons of different mindsets and stuff and trying to get that into the album was the most important thing is to get loads of different voices from one person yeah, because I'm looking at the album here. I have it in my hand, and the cover of it is deadly. But it's what? Yeah. what what's the meaning? Is there a meaning behind yeah, it? Yeah. So all I've seen is it's basically, um, kind of like, you know, like a last will and testament in a sense of musician form. Um, that is kind of like all all I can tell you, all I can advise you, all I can feel, all I've seen, all I've heard. You know, that's kind of like from birth until now. Uh, it's kind of like finally it's about time to let go of some stuff um, and with the album you know they're all together They're sent, I'm sending them off all as a family and they're sailing into the sunset and I get to move on with my life um, so the, all I've seen was uh, and then with, with the artist Peter Strange you know he was unbelievable and I was trying I was letting him hear the songs and I was saying I want I'm not a visual artist I, what can you hear and turn that into visuals and stuff and he created the face and it had no eyes and it just made sense. You know, I don't I don't 
kind of follow life through what I see. It's through seeing not your eyes, if you know what I mean. It's it's through seeing it, through writing music and feeling it and stuff. So it's kind of like that. It's a bit being a bit of a hypocrite. All I've seen, but I've got no eyes. You know, it, it's just like saying I'm I'm a depressed person, but I'm happy right now, or I'm anxious and I'm feeling calm. Do you know, it's these things that it's breaking the label of what people seem to think is that and that alone. Do you know, so the album is all I've seen without looking through your eyes. It's great. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I got it. It makes perfectly nonsense. That's a perfect nonsense. Per- perfect. Yeah, no, I, I like that <laughs> saying. I'm going to steal that, actually. And I know that you're saying there was like a bit of a quirky story to it. You had a few yeah, so stories. The One of the studios we recorded at was with a producer called Phil Dalton. And his studio's at a farm. And it's inside a barn. They've literally built like a building, brick building inside the barn. And it's amazing. It's such a cool place and there's ducks and geese you know so you go outside to get some fresh air and you've just got like hundreds of ducks in front of you it's great but um in one of the songs uh, we were mixing it on the final day and there was a like a saw you know like a big saw noise and I was like I love what you've done with it you know and I'm sitting thinking that it's something he sat and worked at I'm just I'm giving him compliments and he's kind of confused and then this, the song stops, but the saw doesn't. And I was like, oh, what's that? Is that like a problem? <laughs> and uh, it was the farmer out the front of the of the studio. He was just sawing wooden. So I went over with my phone. I was like, would you mind if I recorded the saw? It sounds really nice. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead. So I'm sitting with my phone. You know, I'm getting blasted with sawdust and everything. <laughs> and for such a short piece of the song, it made sense because it made sense when I heard it. It would be like, a missed opportunity if I didn't then go and record that saw. It made sense to me then. Um, and then we went to another another studio, Michael Mormika. Uh, I think it's called Millbank Studios. Uh, and he's just unorthodox. And that's what I wanted. You know, I wanted someone that has their own way of doing things and they don't care about other people's way. They have their own. And we got there and it's it's a pretty... It's not creepy, it's, it, it could be classed as creepy if you have a thing against mannequins. So there's mannequins <laughs> scattered about the the residency. So it's it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not full mannequins. Some will be half mannequins. That's even creepier. <laughs> and some of them will have like accessories on them. In the garden, there's a like an old piano. Do you know that's just been laid there for a few years? Do you know, it's just it's it's unbelievable. And yeah, I think he had a pet goat at one stage, and he walked the goat. And then he had pet chickens and they ran away. Do you know, it's always exciting. It's always exciting going there and you don't know. I asked him and me trying to get my point across about the way things should sound is really hard. And then he's like, so it's one crazy personality with another crazy personality. And I'm sitting saying like, I want slappy, stringy song. And I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm hoping he understands. And he was just like, yes. And then he leaves the house. And I was like, okay, I think I've scared him away. And he came, he comes back in with two uh, handfuls of like hay grass and he puts the elastic bands and he uses them as drumsticks. And I was like, that's exactly the noise I wanted. You knew exactly. And it's it's the being around people like that that are just like, yeah, that sounds crazy. Let's do it. Do you know what's the worst that can help me have a laugh? Um, but they're the things that I find are the most important parts of the album are the little things that you did. they're not music. They're not, it's not an instrument it's just trying to find a sound from ordinary life to make it musical um and to make it musical within my songs and and my sound it's just a task that i really like doing and you know normal songs people hear them every day but you don't hear them in music every day whenever you should 
So yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy album and loads of crazy stories from writing and recording it. Deadly. So I know that you have a, a, a good few gigs coming yeah. up. Yeah. Do you want to tell the world about them and tell them where they can get tickets? Yes. So we're actually playing in Dublin on the 28th in the Ruby Sessions. And then we're coming back on the, where is it? It's the 15th of June. After that, we're playing in Williams with Pine the Pill Crew. I think that's is that we we're doing that in Dublin on the thirteenth of June. That's like the the main gig for me this year, and that's the album launch, and that's with Pale Lanterns from just up around Belfast, the Master and Dog that are getting back together. So that's going to be a bash and a half. Very nice. And do you want to give out any social media handles that you have if people want to come find you? The great thing about having my name is type in Sam Wickens, right? And because there's no other there's no other people with the name, like the first links are like it's even annoying whenever I type in Sam Wickens and it's like another website and it's not even for me. But yeah, they they Sam Wickens, they come up, you know, and I've changed I think everything is, you know, like at Sam Wickens or forward slash Sam Wickens. And you're gonna perform a cover for us now? Yes. I'm gonna cool. sing a song by Melody Gardo called Who Will Comfort Me. Take it away whenever Thank you so much for that. Thank you very, very much for having me. 
Thanks. Uh, that was Sam Wickens. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.